Welcome to Happy Hour with the Three Tomatoes. And no matter what time of the day you're listening, shouldn't every hour be happy? Cheers and enjoy the episode. Before we start our episode, let's talk girlfriend to girlfriend with a special message and a great offer from our friends at Pulse. We all know that when we go through menopause, we lose estrogen. But what we often don't talk about is how this can lead to intimacy issues. Sex can become uncomfortable and even painful. You may have tried personal lubricants and were turned off by the sticky mess. Well, now there's a new line of awesome personal lubes that were created by a rock star team of women. Doctors, engineers, chemists, and sociologists. You'll love Aloe Ah, a luxuriously smooth silicone-based lube with soothing aloe and vitamin E. And H2O is a natural water-based moisturizing lube made with hydrating organic chia extract. No sticky, icky mess here. You'll also love the Pulse Lube Warming Device. Trust us, ladies. The Pulse products are game changers when it comes to great sex at any age. And here's the best part. Get 15% off all lubricants with code 3TPULSE15. Go to lovemypulse.com. My definition of happy is about connection. It has to do with liking yourself and awareness of self-connection. Um, connecting what and who you love to what you're doing and where you're expending your energy. That's Randy Levin's definition of happiness, which is the topic of today's podcast. I'm Cheryl Benton, and welcome to this episode of Happy Hour. And what better topic than how to be happy every hour? Joining me today is Randy Levin, a transitional life strategist, and we're going to talk to her about the art of being happy. So Randy, welcome. You're a transitional life strategist, which is a great title. So what does that actually mean and what is it you do? Essentially, I believe every woman, um, all of us, have should have that opportunity to be a legend in our own life. And I support women in transition and emerging entrepreneurs and redefining the concept of their own legacy, redefining their success um, so that they can use it in the current moment to make choices and curate the lives they want around. And one of the reasons this is so important to me is that legacy really is kind of my purpose, my why, and I've really redefined it. It's not about that thing we leave behind when we're gone and you know other people get to take a look at that mark on the world. It's about what we curate and, and, and connect to and make ourselves um, allow ourselves to have choices around right now. And and that's the significant difference. So that's what I work on. I work on the power of today and, and how we can um, show up uh, in new chapters and in new ways. That is great. So I'm really excited to be talking to you about the art of being happy. And I know we definitely share a similar, similar mantra. And that's that every hour should be a happy hour. So let's start with your definition of happy. Sure. Um, well, first of all, I don't think it's something that anybody can Google, if that makes sense. <laughs> I think that, right? You know, we want to exactly. like, what, what does Google say? Oh, here's the definition. <laughs> I need to be this. 
there's no one right definition. Everybody has a different definition of what is happy and what makes them happy. And the interesting piece is that it changes over time. So what made you happy when you were graduating from college would be something very different than what makes you happy, you know, in your 30s, starting a family or, you know, entering a relationship or exiting a relationship or, you know, incorporate in their 40s or later on in life in your 50s and 60s and beyond. So happiness is something that changes as we grow, as we change. Um, so I just want to pull that out there, that it varies at different times. That said, my definition of happy is about connection. It has to do with liking yourself and awareness, a self-connection, um, connecting what and who you love to what you're doing and where you're expending your energy right now. It's a, a sense of self, a sense of feeling from within. And people and places and things we think they will make us happy, they can't make us happy unless we show up as happy already. So it's a part of, you know, part of that is really on us, connecting that head and heart together um, so that we have, we understand from within uh, how this art form takes place for each of us differently. That's great. And I, you know, I love that um, your definition about happiness evolving over time and changing um, because it does. And that's something we'll talk about a little bit more, but that's something that people need to understand too of, you know, what might be making you happy today is it, you know, may well change down the road. And we have to think about how we start to change to change with that too. So and Cheryl, I see that all the time with people and, you know, people often think that they're feeling out of balance or out of sync with something and it's that they're not really showing up in the moment with really taking um, a breath to figure out, okay, what makes me happy now? What are those elements? You know, what's shifting and what's changing? What, they, what they're sensing is that something's off because you're doing things the way you've always done them and, right. you know, something isn't the same and, and you need to look at that. I, I, I see that too, and that we don't stop to, um, you know, ask some of the important questions that we that we need to ask ourselves as we as we move forward, or when we get to that point where, you know, things aren't quite where we want them to be, or maybe we don't even know what it is that's making us exactly exactly. It's an exploration so sometimes that we have to allow ourselves to do. Um, because it's supposed to change. And that's the thing we got to let go of, of wanting everything to be the same because that's what we know. Right. That's not really true. So, yeah. And, you know, definitely changes. I know, you know, definitely when we're younger, uh, happiness is something that we're searching for, you know, and it's that if I only lose 10 pounds, I'll be so happy. Mm -hmm. If I get that bigger house or the promotion or I find this great guy, then I'm going to be happy. And that really does um, set us up for not being happy very much. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Needing the so, happy hour. <laughs> I so your big message is that real happiness comes from within and that you can make happiness a choice and a lifestyle. So can you talk about how we do that? Absolutely. So the first piece is don't wait. And I, I'm guilty like everyone else of waiting for things to be quote unquote perfect or totally aligned in some way, waiting to have enough money or not to have to care, you know, for your, your parents or your kids or whatever stage you're in. And the point is, is that there's always a piece of things we can do. It's not an either or, it's an and, you know, you can do this 
and that? Where can we stretch ourselves so that we, you know, bring in these components of things that we really want in our lives? Because guess what? This happiness isn't necessarily outside of us. It's not something that we can go purchase in a store. It's something that we have to um, be able to understand within ourselves and find within ourselves over and over again. So making happiness a way of life has to do with where we're really investing our energy and where our thoughts go, we kind of follow. So I just want to just talk about energy for a moment, if I can, um, because it's really important when we think about where we're at and how we show up in today. So if we're spending a lot of time, and I think probably everyone can relate to this at one point in their life or another, if you're spending a lot of time in the past, you're dwelling on that thing that didn't work or that person that you miss or the woulda, shoulda, coulda, wish I had taken advantage of that or bought into that or you know gotten that promotion or why didn't I do it differently? You know, We're spending a lot of, of time and thought in something that we can no longer change. And there's no happy in the past because we can't get in there and affect it in any way. We have no ability to invest in that any longer. And the same thing's true if we look in the future. The future has our goals, which is really great, and our finish line. But if everything we're doing is about that finish line, and we all know times in our life or people that we could probably cite right now that, all right, as soon as I have this, as soon as the book's done, as soon as this is done, life will somehow be wonderful. Right. But guess what? We're not in the future yet. We don't live there yet. These are things we aspire to. But the only place that we can get traction is right now. It's in today. And in today, our energy allows us to show up, to make choices, to make decisions, to to have control, not over necessarily the outcome, but how we react, how we respond to things. It's in today that we can be happy, not in tomorrow when we get those things somehow. Because guess what? When we do get them, Think about it. When you really wanted something and you finally get it, you may feel happy in that moment, but it's not going to last unless you grow along with what that thing is. So there has to be that that connection to what that is. And a lot of that has to do about where you're approaching every single day and where you can find that happiness in each day so that it does become a habit, a lifestyle, if you would. So what are what are some of your tips for finding that happiness every day? Because, you know, obviously some days we wake up cranky, some days we wake up on the wrong side of the bed, or we're just, you know, one of those people who's waiting for this happiness thing to happen and it hasn't occurred to us that we could actually get up in the morning and make this day a happy day. So what what would be some of your advice and tips on how to do this? Sure. Well, one of the things I just want to throw out there, too, is that we have lots of of emotions and lots of feelings. Happy is one of them. In order to understand happy, think about it. Don't we have to have been sad? You know, don't we have to have had bad days in order to understand and and cherish good days? So we need to be able to access all of our feelings and all of our emotions. So I don't want anybody listening to this to think, oh, yeah, great. Let's just take the happy pill and, you know, we'll pretend all these other things aren't happening. Because that's not true. Um, But what I want people to understand is that they can choose to take ownership of that energy, as I just discussed, and find... um, 
we're places where you can take ownership and, and thread that happy needle through your day. Um, and while it's unrealistic to feel like you'd be happy all day, you can find elements of things. So that idea of that glass being half full or half empty, how do you want to look at different situations as they're, as they're happening for you? Um, and to know that your happiness is available to you, just like sadness is available, just like, you know, toxic behaviors are available and uh, celebratory um, exciting behaviors are available to you. They're all accessible. And, and I think that we, we think it's one or the other, you know, um, but they're all there and, and we have the ability to, to, to access them and to pull them forward. So ask yourself, how can I bring happiness into this situation? Where do I want my energy and my power to be? So think about it. Even in loss, there's joy in what you learn from something or from someone. Maybe there's traditions that you can bring forward. There's always a small glimmer of sunshine and look for and access it and then use it each and every day. Not may not be the whole day. The second thing I think is gonna sound really basic, but you're gonna say, well, wait a minute, that's true. I want you to think about becoming aware of what makes you smile, Cheryl. <laughs> right? We don't think about it. We just, you know, we laugh, we smile, we celebrate different things, but we never really mindfully think about that. So what in the course of the day makes you smile? And start keeping a log of that. Oh, I'm smiling at that, or that just really warmed my heart. Or I know that I'm, I'm, I'm giggling or laughing at this, or I really enjoyed X, you know, write it down. Where was that? Where was that showing up? Was it all at work? Was it all in your personal life? Was it only from, you know, grandchildren? Was it all external? Was it internal? Was it a combination? So that you can figure out, you know, where is my happy? We're so basic and so simple, it but you is. want to become mindful of it. Absolutely. Right? So we don't, keep it up. Write, write it down. <laughs> yeah. It's not something we tend to consciously think about. It just, Correct. it just happens. But I love that idea of thinking about it more and Finding those things that do make you happy. Right. And so then if you if you feel like you're unhappy about something and you want to be um, emotionally intelligent about it, and I'm, like I'm saying, you can't have the power to access happy, you can think, okay, what made me smile this week? Maybe you want to go into doing some of those things. Maybe you're an artist. Maybe there's something creative that you do. How do I build more of that into my time? Maybe I can, can see a bad mood coming or um, a situation coming that makes me fearful or whatever. Maybe I can turn that off just a little bit if I can lean into the thing that makes me smile. So that's the second tip. And the third one, you're going to love this, is to build in an unhappy hour. So think about this. We talk about happy hour. You know, society wants us to believe that we go through our day, eh, you know, it's the work day, it's the, it's the, whatever the day is. And we get to five o'clock and now we can turn off all that stuff and we can be happy finally at five o'clock for an hour. Okay. And then we talk about Monday. Oh my gosh, how are we going to face Monday morning? How are we going to get through Wednesday hump day, right? It's Friday. Yay. The weekend. It's not, it's not something that's like a switch that we turn on and off. And maybe we need to look at the opposite of that. What if we had 23 hours of happy or happier, okay? And one hour where we just mindfully said, okay, this is my power down hour. This is the time where I'm going to vent maybe to myself. Maybe I'm going to keep that journal or write it down. Maybe I'm going to go take that walk or go exercise or go do something that's going to, you know, kind of recharge me. But you're going to allow yourself to understand that you have lots of different feelings because it makes us who we are. Okay. Like I said, you can't really channel happy unless you channel sad and everything in between. So 
allow yourself to have that hour maybe of, you know, letting it go, venting, um, you know, feeling the fear, understanding yeah. it and, and logging that in as well, really, so that you become more mindful of it. So the, under- the hour. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe it's your little one hour pity party that you will yeah, exactly every day. Exactly. <laughs> you know, okay. then you'd be like, okay, well, I scheduled my pity party for 5 p.m. or for 3 o'clock or, you know, I'm going to basically have, you know, coffee and and something with, you know, and and just just sit. And sometimes it may be as much as just pausing in your day, just allowing yourself to to stop being busy and stop feeling like you have to accomplish a gazillion things in every hour of the day and let yourself just be so you can be alone with your thoughts. Because, again, we talk about happy as being something that's far more internal than we give it credit for. We want to understand who we are and that connection back to ourselves. So we have to allow all those emotions in. I love that whole um, concept too of of pausing. And I I know that you've written um, a couple of articles, I think for us at the Three Tomatoes on that topic. I have. It's, It's so true because we tend to, and we're all guilty of it. I mean, I know I am. I get up in the morning, I have my list of things I'm rearing to get done and thinking about the things I didn't finish yesterday or the things I need tomorrow. And I, some days I just feel like I am hurling myself through this day of busyness. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, you kind of realize like, oh my gosh, I need to just stop and take a breath here Mm -hmm. and take, and take a little time out. And when I do realize that, and when I do that, sometimes I do it with meditation. I'm not the best at Mm -hmm. it scheduling that but that helps or just taking a five minute minute you know mental break or just a quick yeah. walk outside for some fresh air just makes such a difference so that exactly thing is so powerful because you're giving something back to yourself and you're also giving yourself that that downtime to say it, it's okay you know it, i don't have to feel happy all the time i don't have to show up a certain way all the time you know i'm a variety of of uh, emotions and feelings and, you know, tap into it, see what's going on for yourself. And, you know, where can you lift yourself out of it? Uh, once you allow yourself to have that little pity party, as you said. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. And even just, you know, those little five minute pauses yeah. can, can make such a difference. Cause you know, sometimes people think about, Oh, I'm going to, I need to relax and I want to do the, you know, pour, you know, fix myself a nice hot bath, but that's going to be an hour out of my day. And I don't have time to do that. And those are all great and lovely when you can do them, but just those simple little little timeouts help a lot. So exactly, they do. They really re re um, repurpose ourselves, so to speak. It really just brings things forward in in a new light. And when we see things differently, we essentially see things differently. So right. it's a little little magic. So I've I've personally found that um, that the older I get, the happier I am. And for me, I think it's about appreciating um, the little moments in life, which I think I just used to race through (laughs) when I was younger. But, you know, there are things like, you know, having coffee in bed with my husband and, you know, we're not reading the newspapers anymore, reading our digital devices, (laughs) but, you know, talking about what's going on in the news and sharing stuff or just taking a walk with the dogs or, you know, taking a few minutes to watch a sunset. And uh, to me, I've come to think of them as life's perfect little moments, you know, Mm -hmm. and to me, happiness isn't this, you know, one big thing, which I used to think of definitely when I was younger of all those things I was searching for, but just appreciating 
those little moments when they come along and saying, wow, that that makes me happy and recognizing that. So what are some of the things that make you happy, Randy? Well, they all have to do on some level with legacy. They really do. Um, so even things like my adult children, you know, um, there'll be little things that'll happen from time to time that, um, well, they're adulting, that you just feel this internal joy that there's no other way to describe it. And it's kind of this appreciation that, oh my gosh, I, I, I did what I was supposed to do. They were listening. They got it. You know? So that brings me joy. And that's about legacy. And that's about continuing you know, values and, and, and um, growing good people and all of that. It's, it's appreciating my time now that my, my kids are older with my husband. I've been married a long time. And you know, people always say, oh, you guys must like doing lots of things together. Well, we do have things we do together, but we're also very much individuals. So understanding that, that the things that I choose to do, whether they're things he chooses to do or somebody else chooses to do, are they're important to me. If that makes me smile, I try to bring that into my life, you know, so I know what those, you know, little energizers are, little, like, even pauses, as you said. Um, so much more awareness around, you know, all of that. And also, because I've chosen this coaching and, and transitional life strategist as, as my reinvent, um, if I were to have set out 20 years ago to be a coach, if I'd gone back to school then instead of, you know, later in life, I think I still would have been a good coach, but nowhere near the coach I am now. I'm in alignment with what I'm doing now with helping people. And that gives me joy. And that really, when I see light bulbs going off, or I know that I'm helping somebody to change, um, that brings happy to me because it's absolutely a connection of purpose, if you would. And then the thing I've been talking about, which is really the idea of today, which totally escaped me when I was younger. It was like, all right, so tomorrow I'm going to do, and here's my list for like the next six weeks. And, <laughs> you know, you're so into everything and, and, and running around like a crazy person. You, you don't stop to realize that all your powers in today. <laughs> this is where you get to say, hey, no, I need that trip that I'm doing, or I need that time off today, or, you know, I want to talk to so-and-so because I always love our conversations. What are those things you can make happen for yourself right now? And that's, it's a lot of power in that. And I think one of the biggest pieces, and you hit on it when you said, you know, I think when I'm, now that I'm older, I'm getting the whole happiness thing a little bit, bit more. It's that whole idea of, you know, understanding yourself, accepting yourself. Um, I think that plays a big part. Another another piece of advice, um, another friend of mine gave me too that, um, that I think has helped. Instead of focusing on all the things we need to do with that big to-do list and then getting up the next morning and saying, oh my gosh, I only, you know, scratched off two of those things. She has a, the, a thing, I, I call it the did it list, but it's, hmm back and it's saying okay here she actually does this once a week here are all the things i accomplished this yeah. week and giving yeah. yourself an add a girl and saying yeah i really did that and i have found that is a great piece of advice and another way of making you feel happier in the sense of you know yes i did accomplish Hold on, that makes absolutely. Me I even put together a system called your personal success accelerator system, which I'll talk about in a moment. But basically, you know, it's about making sure you're aware 
of the things that you did accomplish, of celebrating the successes. Even if you have a goal and maybe you got halfway and abandoned it, what are those things that you did to get to the halfway? There's some yes. success in that. Did you just throw it all out with the bathwater or do, are you bringing it into your life? Are you using that for something else? So there's a lot to be said about being aware of, you know, where the wins are, where the things are that do make you happy and being able to, you know, instead of feeling defeated, feeling excited about the things you have accomplished. True. And women particularly, I mean, we're our own worst critics and yep. <laughs> beat ourselves up a lot. So it's yep. really nice to be able to, you know, it's fine to give yourself the, you know, that pat on the bat and say back and say, yes, I did that. Exactly. So, so yeah. we were talking about appreciating happiness more as we get older, and um, we're definitely not alone in that because there's there's a lot of great studies that have shown that older people, in fact, are happier. Um, so what are some of your thoughts about that? And are there lessons that we can learn from older people on this whole happiness thing? I think it all circles back to the concept of acceptance. And I want to explain that a little bit more. Um, as we age, I think we learn to accept more and to tolerate less, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I think we go through a lot of phases in our life where we're putting up with something because we don't want to have an argument with a with a loved one or, you know, we don't want to, you know, start something at work, you know, or whatever it is. So we tolerate it and we think, okay, I'm making the peace with it. I'm okay with it. But what happens when we tolerate is there's not a lot of happiness there, really, because we're judgmental in that moment, where we may be angry about something in that moment. We're really not getting out of that situation what we really most want. But when we learn to accept things a little more, um, we do, because acceptance allows us to understand that other people's drama is other people's drama, that we can't necessarily change other people. We may not even be able to change other situations, but we can change how we go about making decisions and situations. We can change ourselves. We can show up for ourselves. And so when we can accept who we are and learn how to accept ourselves, then happiness starts to unfold, I think, more organically um, because we're in a better place. Our mind is not full of all the things that, you know, we wish something had done or someone had said or an expectation that we have. You know, those things get off the plate a little bit and we kind of move into more of acceptance and, and there's more joy in that. So I think that that's the big switch. Well, I just, this has been such a great conversation and I just, to, you know, to everyone listening to this, it's such an important message to say happiness is something you can control. Happiness is something that's inside. Happiness is something you could actually have today, not tomorrow, not something you're seeking and, and searching for. And it's such a, a wonderful, powerful positive message. So we really thank you for that. And can you also tell our listeners how to find you? And I also know that you have a special offer too. I do. I have two special offers, oh, but they yes. can find me always on my website at randylevincoaching.com. That's R-A-N-D-I-L-E-V-I-N coaching.com. And if they hit the Let's Talk tab on the homepage, it opens to my calendar. So I do do these, what I call virtual coffees to have conversations with people about how I could support and what that would mean. Um, and I've worked so much, uh, Cheryl, with clients and audiences around the concept of success and actually happiness that goes along with that accessing, you know, their personal uh, happiness and owning it more as a habit. When we celebrate success, like we talked about, we celebrate happy. 
We celebrate those times that that we want to recreate or do more of or have more of. And yet we tend to often focus, as we said, on the thing we didn't do, thing we didn't get to. So if if the members of the audience have a half a day um, to spend on themselves in the course of an entire year, um, I have a program called your Personal Success Accelerator System, and I give you all the tools, all the worksheets, all the tips to be able to take one hour a month uh, to really do this assessment with yourself and create habits around um, success, habits around happiness, and then it also includes a one-on-one -on -one bonus session with me. And that's available on my website at randylevincoaching.com. It pops right up at you. It's called the Personal Success Accelerator System. And also for my tomatoes, I have a free offer. Oh, we, um, like and, free. Yeah, we like free. Um, it's called the Now is Your New Next Leadership Challenge. It's a 52-week self-guided challenge that enables you to gain clarity and momentum. And it's all about living in that moment, which we talked about a lot today. So I, again, I give you all the tools, all the strategies. All you have to do is show up and do the little bit of work that's involved in that. Take yourself through, create some habits around leading in your own life because we're all our own original leaders and leadership and success and happiness all have a lot to do with each other. That's available at randylevincoaching.com forward slash leadership. randylevincoaching.com forward slash leadership. Well, those are two fabulous offers. And here's to you, Randy, and here's to every hour being happy hour. And I'm sending you virtual cheers. <laughs> cheers to your success and to, to being legendary always. <laughs> Thanks Thank so much, you. Cheryl. Thanks.